0: You're listening to the Industry Alchemist Podcast. The definition of alchemy is a seemingly magical process of transformation or creation. This podcast exists to hear the stories of entrepreneurs, business owners, and leaders doing just that in their industry. We hear about the journey of the brave souls carving a new path, moving their industry and our lives forward in a seemingly magical way. This episode is brought to you by OfficeChief.com. OfficeChief exists to make moving your office easily and painless. Moving an office can be a big hassle. On top of running your company, you're thrown into having to figure out what to do. Hire space planners, furniture companies, movers, IT consultants, the list goes on. It only takes two minutes to create a profile and Office Chief gives you a step-by-step action plan and connects you with the top vendors in your market. Moving your office? Log on to officechief.com and make it easy. I'm your host, Matt Brower, co-founder and managing broker of Column Commercial Partners, helping companies save money on their real estate. I'm also founder and CEO of OfficeChief.com, an online resource for businesses moving their office or updating their space.
1: So uh, Byron, appreciate you being here. Um, Just a quick introduction of of who you are. Uh, Welcome to the Industry Optimist podcast, everyone. This is our guest. Uh, Our guest today is a Colorado native who's very involved in Colorado's business community through his uh, involvement with entrepreneurs organization, through being a thought leader and soon-to-be author on business turnarounds, and uh, a mentor for many business owners. After graduating college, he jumped into several sales and marketing roles until 11 years ago when he founded Survival Frog. SurvivalFrog.com is one of the largest e-commerce stores selling survival and outdoor gear to consumers and organizations. Originally selling info products, Survival Frog now sells hundreds of physic- physical products and has nearly 1 million customers throughout the U.S. Uh, really appreciate you being here, Byron Walker.
2: Yeah, no, thanks for having me. I'm excited.
1: Yeah. So I want to jump in by asking you how you got... I imagine your business, uh, given this COVID-19 epidemic, your business is probably on fire right now, so I know you're very busy likely. I wanted to jump in by asking, how do you get into the survivalist industry?
2: Um, Yeah, things are uh, quite crazy right now, for sure. Um, Massive um, um, uptick in sales. So uh, um, we had uh, kind of been through a downturn over the last three or four years, so now we're going in the other direction. Um, But how we got into it was, uh, the business actually started about 10 years ago. And we initially started doing info products. Um, so we are selling um, um, do-it-yourself uh, guides uh, like CDs and videos and um, uh, started off as an affiliate marketer, went into being the publisher and having affiliates on the other side um, and did pretty well with that. We had some really good years in there, um, scaled a few uh, products um, pretty well and the ones that scaled and did very very well were in the survival market and so hmm. so you course, had several products one of them being uh some
1: documentation on survival um you know survivalist as yeah
2: well. it was yeah it was called sold out after crisis and it was okay. the um 37 things sold out after disaster hits yeah, and it just did really well. That in that particular year, 2012, um, was a big year for the survival market, and you know we, we did really well with that. Nice. Um, but over time, the, the info product market got really hard. You know, free products on YouTube and everywhere else, and so it became increasingly harder to get um, a good product to scale, um, like what we were doing. Yeah, And we saw that trend in the market. And, you know, at first I always look at us and blame us like, oh, we're doing something wrong. But the whole market we saw coming down. And so I saw that as just kind of a market shift. So we moved into physical products at that point and um, started off with drop shipping and then our warehouse and just kept evolving uh, over the years to where we're at now where, you know, we've got a full e-commerce store, um, you know, one of the largest in the survival niche and um, adding new products all the time. That's great.
1: So we are, um, we're obviously doing this virtually. We're both locked yeah. down in our homes during this yes. COVID-19 epidemic. Um, the story, what I want the listeners to, to really get from you, you had uh, kind of your story about, uh, you mentioned three, four years ago, um, your industry kind of took a big downturn uh, which caused you to have a huge you know, pivot, uh, which you did. And now you're emerging out of that. I want to kind of hear that story uh, because I think it's top of mind for a lot of companies as everything else is on lockdown. We're all doing our best to try and keep moving things forward, but nobody really knows how big of an impact this is going to have on their business or their industry. Uh, so very much appreciate you being here to kind of tell us you just did this over the last three yeah. four years.
2: I'd love to, uh, to kind of hear uh, hear how that went. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I was on another podcast and I was, you know, I introduced as, you know, the guy who's doing, has a business doing really well. And I, I hope that's not why I can add value. My value I think is the fact that I just went through a massive downturn and I turned the company around. We formulated a a real strategic turnaround plan and, Hmm. um, uh, from the downturn before the downturn to when we ended it and ended our losses, um, we saw revenue. So in 2017, revenue was around $9 million. And um, in May of um, 19, um, it had come down to about $3 million a year. So wow. we had taken this massive hit from nine million down to three million. Wow! Um, but once we turned the corner and everything fell into place with the turnaround plan, our profits were actually the same as the dollar amount. So, so we actually your, profit, tripled. We tripled the net uh, profit as a percentage because so, of the
1: changes you implemented yeah,
2: based on yeah. the downturn.
1: Wow! Yeah. How was? So, uh, how did you come up with? Uh, those items, like what, what was the process that you and your team went through to figure out how to
2: pivot, what to do? Yeah. Um, a lot of it was talking to other entrepreneurs and friends, and um, um, I read you know everything out there, didn't find a lot of value in it, um, just kind of came up with a turnaround plan on our own. And it wasn't like it was set in stone from the beginning and it stayed that way. Mm-hmm. Even the pivot, even the turnaround pivot itself had little mini pivots in between. Okay. Um, but, you know, first of all, I just want to say um, it, it's hell. I mean, it was just a complete nightmare. It was 17 months of losses wow. uh, from oh 27 God. employees down to five. We shut down the office. We shut down the warehouse, moved to 3PL. Um I mean, it's just, it's heartbreaking and mm-hmm. there's no way around it that it sucks. And um, so if you're expecting me to you know, be the cheerleader here, on, as you're going through it, there's, it, it is very difficult. But here's the yep. good part, I guess, if there is, is there is a way through it and you can make, create your own turnaround plan within your business. And when you get through it on the other side, you can actually look back and be pretty proud of something. And I'll say without a doubt, that 17 months of pure hell okay, for me, losing sleep, losing a lot of money, mm-hmm. um, losing you know employees and friends and all kinds of just nightmare stuff, at the end, I can look back and say, I'm glad it happened. It was the best thing that ever could have happened to my company. Really? Uh, it was the best thing that could have ever happened to me personally as a business person, maybe even personally just because I'm such a stronger person now emotionally, I think. Um, because sometimes uh, those, those really lows really create a lot of character. And, uh, and, and I learned so much, you know, I'm just, I'm a far better business person and my business is so much stronger. Uh, a higher percentage is a profit margin. um, lower cost. We're streamlined. We're more efficient. We're stronger. Everything's way better than it was before. So I'm glad it happened. But every single day during that period, it was miserable.
0: (laughs) That's
1: amazing. So, So you're, uh, obviously we all think, um, you know, this is the way my business works. This is the way my business operates. When that happened to you, you were forced to shift and make changes and operate in a different way uh which then you it sounds like you now know yourself to be someone that is capable of getting through something like that and it's, it's much more of a powerful place to be operating from
2: yeah absolutely right. you definitely have a different level of confidence and your ability to handle uh, adversity and um the ups and downs that a business will go through um uh, you know i I'm not you know i already know there'll be another downturn in my you know future I don't know when and how or what it'll look like what it'll cause it um but I'll be ready and that's you know, so really you know the sk- the skills definitely get sharpened during those downtimes
1: yeah that's great
2: yeah're there um I would
1: imagine there were times when it was very difficult for you for yourself and for your and for you to have your team members stay in a the remaining team members stay in a, like yeah. a positive place mentally and just you know uh, move forward powerfully. Talk about that a little bit. I imagine a lot of the listeners, a lot of business people, right now are yeah. kind of going through that.
2: Yeah, it was difficult for everyone, um, and um, you know, from what what I did and I've seen a few other businesses, it's really the businesses that take quick decisive decisions seem to do better in the downturn it's less about trying to get by until the market comes back i don't think that's a good strategy because that strategy involves keeping as many people as you can not changing as much as you can you know it's really just trying to you know get by until the market comes back And that's a dangerous place to be because the market's not going to be friendly to anybody. Mm. So the opposite of that is be strategic about it, cut deep, cut quick, get to the point where you can survive with whatever, let's say 50% of your normal revenue. For me, it was, you know, a third of my normal revenue. Yeah. So I had to shrink my company down from, you know, basically by two thirds and so we had to look at every department with new eyes and, and say, how are we going to do this? So a few examples. So we took um, the accounting department. It was three people, really like three and a half people. And now I have half of a person. Okay. Oh my God. So we we use automation, APIs, moved to QuickBooks online, Gusto, bill.com, all these different things and got rid of a lot of the manual, you know, processes And now I've got an accounting department that gives me um, faster financials, more accurate, and I spend a fraction of the cost. We did that with our our IT department. We did that with all the departments. So you have to let go of a lot of pet projects. And the whole idea is taking what you have and shrinking it down into some other percentage of your revenue and do a forecasted P&L with one-third of your revenue. What would that look like? Yeah. you may think it's impossible it's not it just means it's impossible in your current form so you need to change your company be more streamlined be way more efficient do it with fewer people and um and again let go of some of those pet projects and cool initiatives that you're working on you can come back to them later but you need to let go of all those expenses right now
1: wow and god i'm just hearing that and i'm like it it's, makes me uneasy I know. just to think about having to do that and thankfully like my team we are a small team we run lean and mean uh i'm sure there are ways that we can implement more process and systems and things like that to make ourselves more efficient uh i can't think of you know of what those would be right now but the exercise of doing that uh what you said just suggested pretend that you're revenues are 30 percent of what they were what what would you have to shift uh that that would be an interesting exercise
2: yeah well here here's an an interesting exercise as well so same scenario okay but imagine your business is not yours okay imagine it's a friend of yours okay Mm -hmm. and your friend now has this business and this business is struggling it's losing money or whatever the scenario is okay And you're going to go talk to your friend who owns this business and give them some advice and experience shares. Okay. That means you don't know all the, you don't know the employees. You don't know their backstories. You don't know the friendships. You don't know the pet projects. You don't know that one revenue channel in the company, which is not making very much money is the owner's favorite or there's some other emotional tie to it. There's all kinds of baggage behind the scene, right? Right. So you're going to your friend and you're going to give him or her advice on this business and what, you know, how to turn it around. And sometimes by taking that step and stepping back from the emotional attachments that you have with all kinds of different parts of your business, um, it helps you to see really the business as it is and make, you know, at least potentially those hard decisions. Now, once you do it, you can come back to it more with the emotional attachment. I'm not saying let that go completely Mm -hmm. um, because we are human and you have relationships. So I'm not saying be cold hearted about it. I'm saying, go back, go to that spot, that space though, and figure out what advice you would give the same exercise. What if you had a consultant come in to your business? What do you think he would tell you? Yeah. Okay. And those nine times out of 10, it's not what you want to hear. But yeah, it is what's healthy and it's what will get you through to the other side. God's great
1: great advice great advice. I'm going to try to do that with my company as well. Um so I want to uh I know you're super busy and I have you uh for eight more minutes here. I want to take uh to just take a second and celebrate your current success because I, I don't want to step over that I, uh, extremely happy how successful you are right now. So what do you, if you don't mind sharing what do you anticipate um, doing a, you mentioned the other day that you have like 10 X revenue in the last two, three weeks, yeah. uh, given what's happening. What do you, does your current uh, P and L estimate look like uh, in terms of revenues, stuff like that, where you're, where are you at with your team size, all that stuff.
2: Yeah. Well, we hired four people last week. Wow! So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, actually locked
1: down. That's pretty last impossible. in
2: this week. So over the last seven days, we've hired four yep. people. Um, so yeah, it's we're hiring right now, which is one of the few companies um, we are. We're planning for the future, but you know it's also hard because we don't know what the future holds. None of us do. Yeah. Um, so we're being conservative with it, but right now. It's, it's, it's a strange place to be because uh, I'm not celebrating. You know, use the word celebrating. Um, I, I really am so just torn and distraught with seeing all my friends, my entrepreneur friends suffering. Yeah. Um, so I'm kicking back in. I'm helping. I'm doing podcasts wherever I can add value because I just went through this. Yeah. I'm actually writing a book on the turnaround called The Turnaround Gift. And the whole idea is there is a gift at the end and you'll be happy with it. But wow. it's not, it's hell going through it. Anyways, my point is I'm just trying to give back wherever I can. Uh, the business is growing and it's exciting. It's complete, you know, tons of growing pains, supply chain issues. Um, we're moving uh, our 3PL, There's, you, you name it, it's just crazy right now. Every day mm-hmm. is just full of massive decisions. But everyone else is in the same boat and they're on the other side of the fence where their business is going down. So I am grateful it's going up, but really we're just keeping our head down and just keep swinging.
1: Yeah, no, that's great. Very wise words. Uh, so, so happy that you were able to share uh, what you went through over the last few years
2: that everyone's going through now. Yeah. Kind of how you Can, can I how squeeze in? Yeah. Let me squeeze in one more kind of yeah. uh, exercise. Um, a lot of times people are looking for that one idea that's going to change their company and turn it around. Mm -hmm. I was too. Yeah. The golden switch there. And uh, often it's like that one idea is going to be something that increases sales enough to where you can survive. Again, I would suggest you look at what about if you shrunk the company and were more profitable with less revenue, but you know, anyways, instead of looking for that one big idea, look for several smaller ideas. Because Hmm. here's some weird math for you. If you improve four things, four areas of your business by 10%, that equals 50%, if not more. Okay? So, because these little things feed off of each other. And 10%, I mean, can you cut your cost by 10%? Sure. Can you cut your labor by 10%? Sure. Could you increase the profitable revenue by 10%? Sure, and I say profitable because there's a whole other talk on that. A lot of people have some revenue channels that aren't very profitable, Okay. So you got to make yep. sure if you're trying to scale or increase your business on those that you're choosing the right revenue source, and it is profitable, better margins, everything. So yep. where can you find these little 10% thing, you know, improvements? Well, you get four of those. There's your business 50% right there, okay? And if, yeah. if you do that a couple times like I did, I did that like two or three times in the business – Literally, when we when we ended the downturn, we had cut so much and did so many things. We actually flipped to the other side, and that's where we're seeing these crazy margins because we had done so much work because we improved our margins 10%. We cut our costs 10%. We raised profitable uh, revenue by 10%. We did all these things, and we did that several times over. Uh, over you know period of a year and a half and what came out the other end was a swing of whoa now it's really profitable so point yeah. is little things add up and sometimes 10 percent you can handle that so focus on those little things
1: that's great. this is why
2: you are a business mentor
1: these little golden nuggets <laughs> that's great awesome. appreciate you sharing that um just a couple uh, rapid-fire questions to, yeah, to sure. cap us off here so we can get to know you more on a personal level. Are there uh, are there any
2: books that you've read that have been super impactful uh, over the years? Yeah, I'm definitely a book guy. Um, well, Audible, whatever else. I can see else, from so. uh, behind you there, you have a lot to talk. Uh, yeah, well, oh, that's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that was last week. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's, yeah, there's some... Kind of legendary books that really changed or altered my life, like um, um, Rich Dad Poor Dad, um, How oh, yeah. to uh, When Friends Influence People, um, uh, Secrets of the Millionaire Mindset. Those are mm-hmm. huge, right? Fundamental shifts um, in how I started you know, thinking. Um, but some more recent ones, um, Living Forward is a really good book on um, personal goals and just direction of your life, being more purposeful with your life. Cause a lot of times people just kind of coast sounds too negative, but they really just kind of let life come to them and, you know, alter their life. So that's just being more purposeful in life Um, with hiring. Well, maybe a lot of people aren't be hiring right now, but with hiring the book Who is fantastic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, we're using that a, a lot.
2: Book. Yeah. Right. Um, the one thing, another great book. So I could keep going. There's yeah. constantly trying to find new books. Love them. You are a you are a reader. Because yeah, I mean at the end of the day, I mean, I could probably figure out all this stuff on my own, but why? You know, someone yeah. has already written a book about it. The book costs twenty bucks, right? I mean, come on. And I can go in there and just speed up my learning curve rapidly by someone else's experiences.
1: Yeah, I love that. What book. I love about that is that you are uh, you're a business mentor. You're heavily involved in the leadership in the entrepreneurial community, yeah. and you have this passion for lifelong learning. Like you're 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 humble about your leadership. It's like you're a constant uh, student as well as the teacher. That's great.
2: Learning and growing—even that's a, one of the strongest core values of our company—is learning and growing. It's you always have to be learning. Nice. That's a
1: great question. Let's cap it off by what are what are your other core values of SurvivalFrog.com?
2: Um, well, being proactive is a big one, and just jumping in and taking action. Um, another one, which we need to probably document a little bit better, is efficiency, because this is sure. really more of a new one. We're wickedly efficient, like crazy like all the sops and and just getting stuff done we get so much stuff done in a short amount of time so that's a big one for us um, yeah. and and life work balance is huge you know and like right now i'm working i don't know it's like 16 hour days right now so there's not much balance there but obviously the world is you know being flipped upside down um, in a normal time, though, I have really good balance in my life, and I'll get back to that soon enough. So uh, we encourage that with employees too. Um, you know we have uh, unlimited PTO, and uh, we really push our employees to to have that balance because if you're just always pushing it, you'll burn out. you won't yeah. be creative, you won't be happy. It's just not worth it.
1: Yeah, yeah, check out uh, one of our recent uh, episodes on this show actually. Uh, was the CEO of um, Wishlist. Oh, nice. Basically what they do, Dan Casper, basically yeah. what they do is they offer, yeah, if you're, from, yeah you're familiar with those guys, mm-hmm. I'm sure. They offer experiences as uh,
2: benefits to their employees. So kind of what oh. you're getting at too. Cool. So is that like, I want to go hang gliding and somehow they yeah. make that happen, right? Yeah, yeah. Nice. could be any of that. Yeah,
1: exactly. As opposed to, hey, well, congrats on your five-year anniversary. Here's a placard for your desk. yeah
2: by an employee that had never flown on an airplane always had that goal and then like whatever a couple months later she's telling me yeah i'm driving to las vegas with my husband i said oh wow i'm not (laughs) so we bought her a plane ticket i mean it's a couple hundred bucks i mean you know the spouse too but it's it's a very low cost investment to really hit the experience hard so Mm -hmm. i love finding little fun experiences like that that's a great idea that's great
1: well i appreciate your time uh, we're a couple minutes over here uh so i'm gonna let you get back to it i know you're slammed and uh, yeah. gotta get back with your team um how can people reach you obviously survivalfrog.com is the website are there any um you know uh,
2: social media um platforms that you're heavily involved with or yeah i'd say linkedin um, okay. yeah so that's Connected, the main yeah. one um yeah, there's uh, no courses or anything like that. It's just I'm you know, just trying to you know speak and give back wherever I can. But LinkedIn's a great one for me. Okay,
1: great. Well, Byron, thanks again. This was an incredible conversation. A lot of really, really keen advice, uh, especially with what everyone's going through right now. Yeah. So thank you so much for that. Okay, thanks, Matt. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye.